The World Show with Nikki B. Yes, and we are going to have more sounds to uplift and inspire because with me right now is tonight's special guest. Welcome again and always to The World Show, Linda Sikakane. This is Nikki B. It's always a pleasure. Thank yes. you for having me. I've been wanting to have you on The World Show, but we couldn't do it for a few weeks. I'm so sorry for your loss as well because yeah. I know, yes, mm. uh, that was why we had to cancel earlier uh, yes. a few weeks ago. But yeah. I'm so happy you made it today. Um, you, you know, I'm so glad that I'm here. <laughs> yes. What a beautiful album, Isambulo. Thank wow, you. Linda. You're going to have to help me choose the songs. I've already warned you because uh, each yeah. and every one of these songs I want to play. So we won't I'll have time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Linda, it's been a while since you've been here. Um, and this is your third third album. Yeah. This third. is your third album. Yes. yes. Um, tell me a little bit about the album. It's called Isambulo. Um, when was it recorded and uh, when was it released? Um, so Isambulo was constructed in 2020. You know, it stems from, um, you know, just the experience, the experiences that I came across um, during COVID. It was recorded in 2021 in Switzerland whilst I was on a um, residency in Basel and it was released last year. Yes. Yes. It was, no, was it? Oh, I think it was released early this year. Early this year. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And it's interesting for me because, I mean, your other albums were also live albums. Yeah. Yes. And this one? So this one was a studio album. Yes. Yep. What did you go to Basel for? How long did you spend there? So I was in Basel for a month and a week. And um, initially I had gone there to do a couple of gigs. But due to, um, you know, like COVID-related uh, uh, issues, most of the gigs were cancelled. And to me, this was like a sign that maybe I should focus on recording an album. So that's how I got to record this album. And who were you recording with? I mean, are there all Swiss musicians? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, like, the core band was made up of Swiss musicians. Luca Fias on piano, um, Jonas Ruta on drums, Fabian Iannone on bass, a guest singer from Austria, uh, Anna Vidawa. And then I took the project back to South Africa where I added El Haji Ngarindong on percussion and um, another um, singer by the name of Paras on vocals. And I also had uh, Big Brother Ndutuzo Makatini to co-produce the album. Yes, amazing. So did this kind of happen organically? I mean, the way you're telling me, yeah. um, it wasn't like I set out, this is the album, these are the musicians. Uh, yeah, tell yeah. me a little bit about that. Yeah, so it happened organically. But of course, in 2020, I was just thinking about this notion of Isambulu, just thinking about, you know, finding ways of, you know, finding, like getting revelation through music. So that's where the whole project stems uh, from. But going to Switzerland, I was just going there to present you know the work through a series of concerts of which got cancelled and yes. I, and then i just thought that maybe this is an opportunity for me to record an album so these artists that you pref that you uh, recorded with in switzerland had you known them before or did you meet them as a result of the residency well some of them i had met before through you know through other uh, configurations for instance um anna vitawa and um um fabian iannone are uh, part of Makatini's Inner Dimensions. And in 2018, um, we were touring with the group and that's how I got to meet them. 
but going to Switzerland, I had known other people because, you know, this South African-Swiss collaboration has been going on for so many years. So you get to see some people through other projects. You know, yes, and I yeah. see. In fact, you've even uh, also included Matthias Spillman on oh, one yes, of the tracks, yes. and he worked uh, recently with with um, Buso Corsa. Yes, yes, yes. So you know that just shows you how this, the, uh, yes, yeah. there is a family across the seas. There's a there's a family, and you know, with Matthias is very it's very special because he won he was one of the first guys that brought a band to Switzerland like back in two thousand and like early two thousands. You know, and the person that actually connected me to Matthias was Makatini was like, man, you need to check him out. And of course, he came in studio like a master and, you know, really. Yes. Beautiful. There's so much more I want to ask you. But I think for now, let's hear a song. And this one uh, I played. Actually, I played it a couple of times on the World Show, but I'll never forget the first time I played it. People were like, oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. This one is in a freedom revisited. Tell me about this track. So this track features on my debut album, Two Sides, One Mirror. But somehow when I was, you know, preparing for the session in in Switzerland, it it just re-emerged in my spirit. And um, this time around, I'm just thinking about notions of freedom and, um, you know, trying to investigate like three dimensions of freedom, which are the spiritual, the psychological and the physical. Yes, beautiful. Love it to bits. Let's hear the track. Linda Sikakane with me in the studio. The album Isambulo. This one, Inner Freedom Revisited. Yes, what a track. Kaya 959 and that is Inner Freedom Revisited. He's with us now. He's Linda Sikakane. The album is Isambulo. Now, Linda, you came from KZN. Yes. And I think, if I remember even talking to you about it before, you've always kind of acknowledged the roots from which you came. Yes. What do you think... How would you explain those roots from a musical perspective? What is it do you think comes to you from that region? I guess everything, you know, everything that I know comes from that region. And, you know, as I grow, I I, I actually appreciate it more, just realizing how, you know, it just gives me a sense of freedom, you know, just to project from home. And I'm, you know, I'm trying that so much and I'm really going back and studying, you know, myself through home. And, you know, if you listen to this song, you can tell that the bass line is highly inspired by the Mascandi bass line. Yes. So, so, you know, lately I've been just trying to study myself and study back home and try by all means to project from home. And I suppose it's a process because I'm sure some of it is inherent in you. And yeah. it's a process of saying... What is it that I'm doing yeah. that I'm drawing from that region? Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, I guess it, it, it has to do with just a deeper level of consciousness, you know, because as human beings, we get exposed to other worlds, you know, yes. I've been in an institution where, you know, like, like the l- teaching systems are different, but, you know, in a process of trying to find myself, I'm, you know, I'm constantly, you know, like, getting ways to sort of like invite, you know, what I've been taught growing up at home and just, you know, having that as 
part of my package in my journey. Yes. Mm. And out of interest, what were you listening to when you when you grew up? What was the music that you were hearing at home or in your in your community? Well, you know, because I, I, I grew up in Umlazi Township, so I was exposed to a lot of musics. But, you know, since my family comes from Guanongoma and we would go and visit my grandmother and, you know, other relatives, you know, during holidays, then I would be exposed to like traditional music, you know, music that was used in events, weddings, you know, and, you know, so many sorts of events. And my like my family was a very musical family because we would gather just, you know, around the fire and start, you know, breaking into songs. Yes. So somehow that, you know, it comes back to me strongly now that I'm conscious about, you know, myself and where I come from. Yes. So like Zulu traditional music is very like embedded in my spirit. And I suppose also that sense of ceremony as well. Yes. You know, yes. from what you from what you're explaining to me. Yes. 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 And the saxophone. Yeah. When did that come into your life? So the saxophone came into my life in two thousand and eight. You know, in two thousand and in two thousand and three I joined Siakula Music Center. But before that, I had been um, studying music at Clairwood Boys Primary School, you know, under the tutelage of uh, Mrs. V. Rajmani, who, who was my first music teacher. And um, 2003, I got to Siakula Music Center under the tutelage of the late uh, Dr. Brian Susi. Yes. And um, I was playing clarinet at that point around 2005. But in 2008, because um, I decided that I would like to pursue music at varsity, and I was advised that for me to be in a jazz program, it's safer to have the saxophone as well as my second instrument, which became my first, you know. Yes. But there was this young saxophone player by the name of Pilani Biela who really, you know, like he blew a really amazing solo on Babu Chonas Kwangwa's classic you know, the solo on the record is played by Ubabum Selego on alto saxophone and, and Pilani just played that solo on Flowers of the Nation. Yes. He played the exact solo and I was really, you know, inspired by that. And I was like, I need to play the saxophone like this guy, you know. Yes. Mm. Well, you know, one thing about your, your saxophone playing that always strikes me, and I'm not really sure how I'm going to articulate this, but they're very, you know, the saxophone is a very for me i don't know if you agree mm. but it's quite a cheeky instrument and it's also like wants to be in the front and it wants to say hello i'm here the sax is here yes. which is something that we love about the sax and i think it's something that makes the sax sound it, it, it kind of it makes it accessible to everyone Mm. Um, that's the charm of the sax mm. But mm. what I love about your style of playing the sax And appreciate it Is that you take it into other realms mm. And for me there's few saxophonists in the world That have achieved that And you're definitely one of them And that, that's what I, yeah. I'm always I mean as I say I love you know the front The saxophone in the front That anyone can relate to And gets anyone going yeah. But you know I, I start to think of people like Totally different from you But people like Jan Gabarek hmm. who, who take it into a realm that you think Wow I've never heard it in this realm hmm. Hmm. So was that kind of also did that also happen organically? Or is that like, how far can I push this instrument? Well, I guess location plays a big role. The fact that one is exposed to, you know, um, 
mountains, you know, waters and just the landscapes, they play a big role in how we sound. And that's very evident in our saxophone sound in South Africa. You know, the likes of Babu Pegum Selego, of course, yes. on, on saxophone, the likes of Babu Winston Mankunku, you know, Babu Chuk Makasi, Babu Cherigunen in KZN. You can just tell that there's this South African um, saxophone sound. So growing up, I've been trying to search for that. But also, you know, one thing that has been fascinating to me is how do I make this instrument speak my language? Yes. And, you know, I'm always in a process of trying to find, you know, that, that, look, that like, connection. Yes. You know, and it. I suppose also because in a contemporary sense as well, yeah. because you, you're working with it now, I mean, yeah. uh, uh, to honor those who came before, but also... Where does it fit, I suppose, in today's world? You know, that's the, those are the things, I suppose, you, yeah, yeah. you kind of work with. Yes, yes. I guess, um, you know, for every improviser, you know, we try to, you know, learn from the past, but as well, we get to a, a state of surrender. And, and, and I guess that's the part where, you know, we get exposed to even sounds that we do not know. So in the process of seeking, one is just you know, in this state of surrender. And I guess somehow, the, you know, that gives like a sort of shape to the sound. Yes. Mm. I suppose it's more and more what you're making me think about is is that sense of channeling, rather. Yeah. It's, a, it's more about getting out of one's way yeah. as an artist. Yeah, because, you, know, you know, I get to the point of even forgetting that I'm, that I'm a saxophone player or I'm playing a saxophone because I think the work is deeper than just playing the, this instrument. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There's much more I want to ask you about that as well. But while we on this particular, while we, because we started this chat, this mm -hmm. particular segment, uh, honoring Brian, the late Brian Tusi, what did he teach you as a youngster? Well, you know, Babu Brian Tusi was a father, you know, because I was very young when I was um, at Siakula Music Center. And you know, he came to my home and sat down with my father and just, you know, let them know that I'm in safe hands. And he's been, you know, he, cre he created so many opportunities for us in Umlazi Township. And for me, like personally, because I, I got to play in his band and my first experience in studio, my first experience on the flights, my first experience of traveling abroad was through him. So he, he really, you know, really, you know, created so many opportunities for us. So he was a great father of the community. Because he actually took the students, I think, many times, a few times yeah, abroad. Yeah. And I mean, that in itself must have been a lesson in performance, yes. not just in creation and playing, yes, but yes. in performance. In performance, yes. 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 Beautiful. Let's hear another track. This one, I've also played before on the world, so I'm so proud. Mm. <laughs> this one is Unongoma featuring Paras. Tell me about this. So, you touched on Paras earlier. Yeah. Mm. So Paras is a very close friend of mine. Um, we met at Varsity at UKZN. And last night um, I had a performance at Untitled Basement and, you know, he's in Joburg. He was part of the performance. And, you know, when I was thinking about this song, I just thought that he, his voice would fit, you know, thinking about also his background because he comes from Ulundi and I come from Kwanongoma. And, 
you know, that's like a couple of kilometers like apart. But Nongoma is, is, is a dedication to my place of origin, Guanongoma, and also the fact that this word comes from the word Ngoma, which means the mother of music. I just felt that it's important to get this feminine energy in the album or just in, you know, in the music, it's very important, I think, because that's where we all come from. So, Unongoma just speaks about this place of origin and this feminine energy as well. Thank you so much. Can I dedicate this one to Women's Day that's coming up yes. on Tuesday this week? Yes. For all the beautiful women out there, <laughs> the sense of mother, the source of mm. all. Yeah. Linda Sikakane with us on The World Show. You've got to get his new album. It's a absolute gem it's called isambulo and yeah coming up after this unongoma featuring paras <laughs> Kaya 959, wow. Yes, on the street, on the air, and of course in our hearts, souls, and our spirits. That one, Unongoma. And I can see, Linda, why you chose Paras, because especially with a song that's dedicated to 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 your area, to your region, yeah. you know, to really, like, take us... <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but now... The theme of the overall album, let's talk a little bit about that, Isambulo. Yeah. Uh, and you talk about it as, um, um, oh gosh, I've just forgotten the, the, the translation. Um, revelation. As revelation. Yes. What were those revelations? You know, so for me, um, like just in the height of the pandemic, you know, everyone was you know, experiencing so much un uncertainty. And my biggest question was that how do we try and find revelation through music in that process? I just felt the need of, you know, contributing, you know, into trying to make this world a better place because people were going through a lot and we experienced so much death, you know, and uh, we were losing like elderly people, which was very problematic, you know, just thinking about how, you know, we are losing out on in, in important in information from these masters. And I just thought that, well, the world is really in need of, you know, healing sounds. Yes. And I, 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 I just chose to, you know, use music as a vehicle to try and just get through this whole period. Yes. You know. And I think we lost, I think you're right in that. Um, there was so we've been through so much loss generally. Yes. Not just old people, but also unexpected losses in the younger generations. Yes. Yes. And I suppose um, in a, in a way that kind of, and, and maybe what you're saying is also reminding us yep. to honour each other. Yes. Yes. In life. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it exposed a lot of things, and just the fact that you know, you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. So the only opportunity that you get, you need to really go even deeper. And I just thought that, you know, music was quite as essential at that time. It's forever essential, of course, but just people were, you know, were trying to find some light, you know, in this whole process. And I'm, I'm sure as a musician as well, telling me is this is a kind of an introspective experience that led mm. to this creation. Yes. But as an artist, it must... 
I think for all artists, but I'm asking from your perspective, that sense of having all this uh, creativity, wanting to work, but mm. also being cut off from audience, yeah, yeah, being cut off from connection, even with each other as musicians, you need to work yes. together. Yes, yes. Well, it was a cute. It, it was like a huge shift in the industry. Yes, and you know, um, you know the. You know, one thing that I was thinking about is that how do we just, you know, get into the music, you know, yes. just doing it anyway. And also, I just saw it as an opportunity to sort of like um, ask ourselves, what is our role in society as musicians? And it was an opportunity even for us to create other ways of, you know, putting this music out. What do you think your role is as a musician in society? Well, I, I think, you know, I, I, I try by all means to, to project uh, healing vibrations. And I, I, you know, my music is a reflection of myself and the current times. So I, I, I just, you know, I, I just try by all means to be very, to be in a very purified state so that whatever message that is being channeled is easily channeled through me. In know? a way, it's a sense of, I suppose a sense of meditation, a sense of, of prayer even. Yes. You know? Yes, yes. It yes. makes me think a couple of weeks ago I had these amazing vendor women who were playing indigenous instruments here. But it also led me on the path and I, I was researching because I remembered like in vendor there's this, the, the consciousness is that, that artists are put kind of on the, an equal plane as traditional healers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I, that's what I love about Venda actually, mm, because mm. that is recognized. Yeah. The artists, are, and, and, and for me, exploring, uh, uh, having researched music and the history of music, if I look at it in, in times gone by, mm. that was even if you look at the griot tradition in West yeah. Africa. Yeah. Where the Creos are very specifically the music makers uh, mm. historically, yes. but they're also the messengers, and yes. they're the ones who who keep communities connected yes. and who yes. share the information, if you like, mm. through music. Mm. Mm. So I suppose it's actually in your work, in a way, giving credit to that mindset. Yes, that I, I think that mindset is very important because I guess. Uh, through the shifts in the world, of course, the West, you know, trying to impose their sort of ideas. Somehow music or artistry has become a backdrop, but, you know, it, 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 it has never been like that, you know, pre-colonial times. Like I know even from where I come from, Guazulu Natal, like, you know, people don't really need entertainment, but but a community is able to break into song. A community is able to share ideas through artistry, you know, through music. Yes. So it has never been like a backdrop or just a phenomena for entertainment, you know. It's an integral part of life. Yes, yes. Yes, beautiful. Now this next track, and I think this, even in relation to what we're speaking about, this track is relevant. Yes. This one is called... I've been battling. Linda's laughing at me because I've been battling with the pronunciation. Uh, Goguida. Did Gogu I say it right? Goguida. Goguida. Yes. yes. Goguida. Yes. Yes, yes. Tell me about this this track and the and the meaning of Goguida. Okay, so this is a dedication to my uh, paternal grandmother. You know, so Goguida. 
Well, her name in English is pronounced as Ida, but at home it was always pronounced as Ida. So Gogo, Gogo, the Gog is for Gogo, and then you know Ida is for you know her for name. her, yes, yeah, for her. So um, I remember when she passed away. I think like eight years ago. Um, just in that moment, uh, I, I had a dream. You know, a song. You know, I received a song through a dream. But when I woke up, I could not remember the song. And I tried so hard to try and remember the song, but I couldn't. And then, like, five or six years later, this song emerged in my spirit. But, of course, a different song. And I was thinking about my grandmother, and I just thought that, okay, maybe this is my, you know, um, prayer to her. This is my um, dedication to her. And I suppose in some ways your connection yeah. to her, yeah. uh, even though she may be gone, it's that connection. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Linda Sikakane on The World Show. You've got to get a copy of uh, the album. Absolutely beautiful. It is, of course, a profound album. Kaya959. Absolutely beautiful. Linda Sikakane in the studio with me. And Linda, I've got to mention some of these messages on Facebook. Tabiso says, wow, absolutely awesome. Daniel, just so excited you're coming. And Sambulo just uh, wrote and he said, I'm busy listening and loving this track. It reminds me of old Zulu hymns fused with a bit of Mbakanga and mm. delivered well as part of the jazz ensemble. Great stuff. So you see, people are getting it. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I think that's what an artist always wants, isn't it? Yes. That yes. you leave it open. People yeah. must receive things yeah. as as they will. Yeah, they must find their own meanings. Find their own meaning, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it nice when they actually picked up exactly what we were talking about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. And then a couple more. Stuku uh, Juku, uh, talking about Inner Freedom, says, wow. What a good track. So I'm thinking if Linda works with Indoduzo Makatini, and of yeah. course, the man himself, it's co-produced by him. Yes. And yes. he's featured, of course. Yes. What has Indoduzo been to you? I know he's, you and him have been so close for so long. Makatini is many things to me. You know, he's a big brother. He's a very close friend. He's a mentor. He's a teacher. And, um, you know, I've been under his wings for like 10 years now. Um, when I moved up to Joburg, in, he invited me to, you know, to be a part of a lot of things that he's been doing around the city. And I also got to play on his second album, which was my first uh, studio experience in Johannesburg, you know, Mother Tongue. And, you know, I got to play in his band and he, like, introduced me to the scene in Johannesburg and also encouraged me to record my debut album in 2017, of which he produced you know he produced he's produced uh three of my albums and yes. he's very central in my journey you know he's he's always there for me he's always looking out for me and you know it's been such a great pleasure just learning from him and you've also been performing with him yes. as part of his brand across the world yes yes I, i've i've been fortunate enough to be in his in three of his albums and you know the latest uh in the spirit of Ndu with 
blue note record and just the experience in that you know uh recording session was so special because it didn't feel like a you know jazz recording session but it just felt like an important session for us to really dig into ourselves and really you know um understand our our role as sound magicians so makatini has been trying to has been helping people to find themselves and just being around him has made me very you know comfortable with just myself and he has helped me like sort of like cultivate a sound that is linda sikakan of course it's a long process it takes a lot of years but it's been like you know the pillar you know in the journey and how important it is for someone to recognize in another what is you and what role can i play to enhance that which is you not yeah. to impose that which is me onto you yeah, and yeah. i think but also i pick up from what you're speaking about from that sense of 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 reverence if you like yeah. that you share yeah that these this is powerful work going on Mm. as as collectively if i can put it that way yes yes and yes. And, and it's work we need so much in the world today yeah yeah yes yeah, yeah well i guess it's important to be a part of a community and you know through learning from makatini somehow i've been able to learn from the likes of master pegim selegu master zimngawane you know and those were makatini's teachers of which i could not meet in person but through him i'm able to tap into that space as well so i think it's, yes. this master disciple relationship is very important yes yeah and as i said in the true sense a disciple actually lives and works with the master yes and that's yes. an amazing blessing yeah. you know yeah. yeah but again linda don't under under credit yourself <laughs> within this role <laughs> you know you're giving all the credit to indoduza and those again Well, Big up, well, maybe, maybe, well, I just hope that 50 years from now, someone will be giving credit to Skakane. You know, yes. I'm I'm trying to work in such a way that whatever I'm doing now, someone can benefit 50 years later. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you are, you are. I must say one more message that I've got to uh, read out, and I know there's many here. You'll see them afterwards. But this one comes from a sister in radio. She is May Kassam, and of course, she has two radio shows on Radio Liban all the way in Lebanon in Beirut and she was listening uh, to Unongoma and said wow this track is mesmerizing I'm oh. listening now so I know you know me because I introduced your music to us and you've got to listen to Linda Sikakane so I'm yeah. so happy she's listening to your new album with us oh, thank you yes, thank you. yes. Um, Linda what's next what are you busy with now um yes what's next um you know i've been thinking about home you know um i'm trying to plan around uh launching the album in kzn i mean there's nothing concrete yet but it's just in my spirit so yes i guess if everyone that is listening can also like channel the same energy this is going to happen because i haven't you, you know the last time i played in kzn was in 2016 wow yeah it was in It's 2016 definitely time yeah so i i would like to you know to take this music back home but other than that you know i'm 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 just excited to see where the music can take me and i'm you know i'm just um meditating on on just the journey and i'm also currently studying i'm doing my last year of my masters 
uh, at uh, the Norwegian Academy of Music. So I'm traveling, you know, between um, Johannesburg and uh, Norway. Yes. But also, you know, well, I, 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 you know, I, I share all my plans on social media. So as soon as I have like things set up, I'll definitely share all of that. So people should keep their ears on the ground. And also head to Linda's website. He's got a website, Linda Sekakane. Um, is it uh, dot, uh, dot com? Dot com. Yes. yes, Linda. We've got time for one more track, and yes. this one I'm going to play is uh, I couldn't choose, but I think we're going to do Ikandlela. Yes. Tell me about this one. So Ikandlela, um, translated into English, means the candle. And just the symbolism of the candle when we search for light and when we try to connect with other worlds. So I was just thinking about that. Beautiful way to end the world show. Lighting a candle. Thank you so much, Linda. Thank you for your magic, your music, your beautiful healing energy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sisniki P. And congratulations for, you know, such a great milestone. You know, you've been here for 25 years and you've been you know, allowing us to be in this space, you know, through many generations. And we are so thankful for this opportunity. So much love to you. And, you know, we love you so much. Thank you so, so much. Mm. Couldn't do it and always do it for the listeners and, of course, the music makers. Thank you, Linda. (laughs) Whatever else you do this week, make sure that you keep shining. And don't forget, you mustn't go anywhere because George Maniosi is up next with Jazzed Up. And he always has a beautiful, beautiful selection of uh, music. So stay right where you are. From me to you, have a great one. Here is Ikandlela of Linda Sikakane's Isambulo. Let me tell you, you want the entire album. It's a gem. Podcast on Kaya959.co.za. The World Show with Nikki B. Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya959.